Bet the House podcast drops on all platforms every Wednesday, discussing topics of relationships, sports, movies, music, culture, and everyday life. No PC, no filter, just the real from the real. With your hosts, Big Smash, Miss Shantae, John Day Delafay, and Dale P. It's time for Bet the House. Back again, man. Y'all know what it is. It's Bad the House Podcast. I got uh two special guests in the building. Got my man Jay Christian from the Cognac Room Podcast. And I got Mr. I got Miss Davina in the building. Jay, we're gonna start with you. Introduce yourself and tell us about your platform. All right. My name is Jay Christian. I'm the host of the Cognac Room podcast, which is an uninhibited drink infused podcast about adulting and male and female interactions. Um, We basically sit around and drink and have great conversations, lots of laughing, joking, lots of informative, you know, anecdotes and whatnot. So it's a good time. Okay. Okay. Uh, Miss Davina, I I just actually looked up that you are a podcast also. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your platform. Hey, everybody. I'm Davina and um, I'm one of the hosts on How Do You Like Your Tea podcast. We actually just started doing a radio show so you can tune in to hear us live on the radio every Sunday at 10. Um, and we talk about everything. We talk about relationships. We talk about sex. We talk about male and female interactions. We talk about pop culture. We kind of give you a little bit of everything. So you tune in, you'll hear more. I dig that. I dig that. Um, tonight shall be fun. First topic, first topic up on <laughs> that. drinking right now, Jay. <laughs> 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 I right. actually yes hanging with your ex's family after a breakup is that a yes or a no mm. I I've need some background like y'all broke up y'all done ain't no getting back together is you still fucking with that side that person's family or is they cut off is the family cut off with that person see I'm different <laughs> I'm different mm-hmm. if I'm done with you your family is done too, unless we got kids. Yeah, I was gonna. Unless say, we got kids. Now, if we got kids, kids yeah. I fucks with the family. I might fuck with your mama or some, but your cousins and your your drunk uncle and all them, I'm cool on all of them. We ain't got nothing to talk about. But your mama, you know. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool on that. But if we don't have kids, take me out your holiday group chat. Take me out of that. I don't want to be in that. Don't <laughs> don't celebrate. And, you know, y'all got that one person in the family that's got to send a happy Merry Christmas or a happy Thanksgiving or some group chat and everybody 
popping your head. Happy Thanksgiving. Take me out of that shit because mm-hmm. my response going to be fuck y'all. <laughs> oh, you mad. Damn, that's cold, brother. That's cold. Right? Like they didn't do shit to you. <laughs> so fair warning. I'll be telling them, look, I don't I don't deal with your daughter anymore. Take me out of this. I'm not in a cheerful mood. Now, if it ended on a good note and we just decided, you know what I'm saying, that it wasn't going to work out, then cool. I fucks with you. Happy holidays. But if we ended up bad and she broke my heart or some shit, oh, that's going to be the, the worst rude Christmas Thanksgiving text you ever seen in your life. Yeah, but what about yeah, you? Man. Y'all y'all rocking with the ex's family after a breakup? Kids? I'm rocking with the family's ex after the breakup. Because when I build relationships, I like to think that I build genuine relationships Mm. that are based on me and that person's interaction. Mm -hmm. So like it happened. I was married, got Mm. a divorce, but her drunk uncle, as you mentioned it, (laughs) her dad, (laughs) everybody, like I would still be over there drinking with them, hanging with them. That was family. Um, Mm. And you know, me and her weren't on bad terms, but you know, I didn't want to be with her no more, right? I can right. I can definitely relate to Jay because I also have been married and I have a daughter from that marriage. Mm. And it's obviously like that's her family too. So I have to fucking show up because then it's gonna look like I'm trying to keep my kid from the situation. But prior to that, like before I even had a child or was like really in love with the person, if like he said, if I built a connection or my that's an individual relationship, my relationship has nothing to do with that dude anymore like I'm not about to talk to you about the new niggas I'm fucking but I'm definitely not about to cut you off cold turkey like you hurt me they didn't hurt me he hurt me no because you know you know a lot of families be faking the funk yeah but (laughs) you gotta you gotta be able to pay like I just feel like I didn't have enough sense to know like was this connection based off of me being with him or was this based off of me just being a cool person I know I'm cool so if somebody's trying to kick it they're not interested in me because of him. I'm just I'm a plus. My mama, my mama made it. My mama made it so hard for me to get away from my exes because my mama has a welcoming heart. So if you dealt with me and she remembers that you dealt with me, oh, come on over for dinner. Da-da-da. I'd be like, yo. Mm -hmm, you gotta stop you gotta stop doing that like because they gonna take you up on that offer they're not turning down no food nobody's turning down food you know what i'm saying especially a person of color we love food so it's like you invited them for food you know they're going to come so you got to stop doing that like if i'm mad i'm mad i don't want to see this person but you know genuinely like i said if if the parents, some of the parents rocked with me. Some of them didn't, but I wasn't. I, I don't hold it against the uh, the matriarchs of the family. My brother Dale P just popped in, man. What's good? But um, I think a lot of times, you know, like y'all said, it's it's about the relationship. If if it was something genuine and it was something real, then I rock with you. But if you know, you can always point out mm-hmm. the fake motherfuckers who, you know, just there, just to be there. Now, I got to get away from y'all. Right. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, I got I got to get away. Like, I keep my distance. Oh, 
I feel you. What's good, my brother? Going on. Give me a second. I'm trying to set up, man. I got so much going on. My mom's birthday. My bad for being late. Now you're good. Um, question: How interested are y'all in fixing broken bond? Do you feel like um broken bonds? Like, do you feel like you have to go out your way to fix? something or you on mute Davina no I'm talking to my daughter um I'm not doing that at this point in my life like I feel like why is the bond broken to begin with I'm pretty sure something had to occur for me that I probably seen happening and I probably said something before the bond broke if shit's broken (laughs) I can't fix it I ain't glue so um I'm not really that interested in breaking broken bonds unless it's like a family member mm-hmm. and I know I was at fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of cool with the people I already have in my life. So it's like, if there's a reason why you're letting me go, then maybe it's for the best. Everything happens for a reason. So, Jay, what you think? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm not big on trying to dig up the dead, bro. So you know, once a bond is broken, that's that's totally different for me because it may take a long time, even with bad breakups and shit like that. Like it may take a long time for me to actually be done with the person. But once I'm done, I'm done. So you, you're dead at that point. So there's no recovery. So even if it's like a time limit on it, like 10 years had passed, you know, nah, 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 nah. I'm not going to be hateful. I'm not going to really hold a grudge, but. By, by that time, we don't, we aren't even the same people we were. So you're a stranger. I don't know you. You feel me? That is true. I feel like if I'm at fault, prior to eventually, prior to eventually set in, you know, because as as men, a lot of men have a real hard problem with pride. So prior to setting in, and then I might be interested. But if it's something that you did to me and it really rocked me to the core. I'm not interested in 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 going back and revisiting, especially if it takes you. You're stubborn enough not to admit that you were the problem to begin with. So that's already telling me, yeah, this this is going to happen again and again and again. So it's like insanity at that point that we keep trying to make it work like like in a relationship, a broken bond in a relationship. We keep trying to make it work and it doesn't. It fails. We keep trying. We keep trying. We keep trying. Insanity is doing the same shit, hoping for different results. After a while, you got to be like, look, maybe we just bet off being friends or we just bet off not dealing with each other. It just don't work. We toxic. But I think a lot of times when you're in toxic relationships, you don't know it till you almost at that point, like it's the end of the line. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people confuse tox- toxicity with love. And that that's, that's how. Right, huh? That's right. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard to. But I think once you cross that line with me of disrespect. That truthfully, to me, there is no coming back from that. Like we we I don't hate you. I don't wish nothing bad on you, but I'm cool. I'm cool. Like like Davina said, I'm cool with the people in my life. 
sometimes I'll reach back in my mind and think about uh, lost friendships or broken friendships or things of that nature. I'll think about it, but I'm not going to be I'm not going to reach out and, and do any of that. If I see you in passing, I'll see you in passing. I'm not making it my interest to go fix nothing. That's that's just me. That's I'm not I'm not interested. DLP, talk to me. But I tell anybody this, you're going to take somebody back that, that cheated on you. You got to you gotta accept that change behavior that you're asking for. Mm-hmm. If you then the, the relationship is definitely pointless. And it is a true story. I had this situation with my daughter's mother where I did all the change behavior that she asked. She just didn't heal from it. So her thing was, oh, well, maybe we just shouldn't be together. Da, 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 da. I was like, no, the problem is you got everything that you asked for. You're just not ready to accept that. Mm, so she need therapy. What am I pursuing you for if you're not ready? I'm literally wasting my time in a sense. Yeah, I became a better man. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm a better man, but I might be a better man for somebody else. Facts. That's fair. Then no time was wasted. You grew up. Yeah, that's a fact. fact. You're right. There's no such thing as wasted time. I get that. Now, if me and one of the homies, we fell out and it was over something stupid, that that can be corrected. But if we fell out, and I've had people fall out with me over women. I've had people fall out with me over money. I've had people that have went behind my back to my woman in her inbox trying to shoot his shot by hating on me. That's where I draw the line. That's a broken bond. We'll never, we'll never come back from that. That's snake shit. I can't, I can't rock with you like that. So there are some unforgivable acts, but there are some forgivable acts. You know what I'm saying? If it's True. over something stupid, it's over something dumb, man, fix that shit. Work it out with your dog. But some snake shit, you don't need it. Cut that snake, cut the head off and cook it up and gone, gone and gone and bury, eat it, whatever you're going to do. Do your thing. All right. Um, I had one. And this is a question, and I'm glad I got I feel like I got the right panel to ask this. Do men value women who have their shit together? And do women let the independent lifestyle stop them from letting a good man in? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I can definitely say that I value a woman that has her shit together because that seems to be, in, in, in a sense, all that I seem to attract, as well as all that I'm open to dealing with, especially at this stage in my life. So to answer that question, absolutely. I appreciate that. And I appreciate that, you know, through my actions. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as what was the part about the independent? Uh, women, do women let they, they, they independent, uh, the independent nature interfere with letting a good man in? You know, this generation right. of women, there are a lot of women who feel they're so independent 
that it is hard for us men to come in and love them because they feel like they have everything and they are their own they are their own man. They and 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 not this is not a knock to all women, but I see it a lot. Like no, I get it. I like, get it. I get what you're saying. We get it. You you can't tell them anything. They have their own shit. They don't need you, and they will tell you that in a heartbeat. Like nigga, I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think a lot of that gets in the way of letting that man in. Like men, I don't mind. Look, I don't mind my woman making her money and doing her thing. I don't mind that. There's absolutely not a problem with that. But I think once you become too, I don't want you to need need me. I want you to want right. me. Right. Absolutely. But I don't want you to need me. It's, it's, you got to have your own, your own balancing, do your own things, and that's okay. But independent women, they, again, they be feeling like I don't need you. Are you speaking for women? Um, I'm speaking <laughs> of the women that I've dealt with. Okay. And, I, and I'm speak- like, you should have had them come because um, yeah, it's kind of hard. No, it as a woman, it's kind of hard to listen to what you're saying, saying, even though I completely understand where you're coming from, because I have definitely been in that position where after you've been hurt, you're like, you know what? I don't need this shit. I don't need nobody. <laughs> I pay my own bills. I take care of my own kids. And honestly, that's why I say all the time, like a lot of us need therapy. Like you can't just jump from one situation into the next situation, into the next situation. I'm an advocate for therapy. I go to therapy. I knew I needed therapy. As soon as I was running out of my marriage, I was like, wait a minute, sis, you ain't going to heal yourself. But as black women, we do find it hard to get help. And that's why I think it's so great that now there's like platforms everywhere screaming, like, you know, black women need therapy. It matters. All people need therapy. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, of course, anybody that gets hurt, they're going to retreat and be like, I don't want to deal with this ever again. And they're not going to be able to see if you're a different kind of man, because now they're just looking for the red flag. You know what I mean? And then oftentimes there are no red flags because what we're seeing is just our issues playing out. But after you grow, because everything takes time, healing takes time. After you grow as an independent woman, speaking as myself, you realize that there are a lot of things a man can provide and it doesn't have to be finances. It doesn't have to be, oh, he can help me with fix this car, whatever, you know, women like men to do, take the trash out, all that fun stuff. But it's like, no, I actually want a partner. I want somebody that I can grow and love and have fun with and just watch TV with and just breathe in the same fucking room. Like we don't got to be doing shit, but that takes time. So of course, there are different types of women. There are different types of independent women. There's a spectrum. It just depends on where the person is at. And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that you've been meeting women that probably weren't ready to be in relationships yet. And they were obviously trying to date you. (laughs) Well, well, no, I I will say this. Um, I met my wife and she was like, um, totally, totally independent. Like, um, she had two twin boys. She had took care of them, two twin boys on her own without any type of help from, uh, the father. So, 
when I came into the picture, it was completely hard for her to open up and let me in because at the end of the day, all I kept telling her is I just want to make sure you're good. I don't want to come in and change your life or put you in a box or anything like that. I just want to make sure you're good. And as a, as a person that's been so reliant on herself, that is like, that was like super hard for her to tear the walls down and let me in because for so long it had been her. She wasn't used to somebody coming in, taking care of the kids or telling her to rest while she, you know, and I'll take care of the, the schoolwork and all of that. It wasn't easy for her to let somebody pay her bills or do nice things for her. Not that she didn't want those things, right? but it wasn't, it wasn't easy because she was so used to doing it herself. So what I say about that is, and I love, I love a woman, an independent woman. I love women, period. But what I'm saying is sometimes there are times that how deep your independence is can definitely push. I think a- you misconstrued that situation. So, also, though, yeah. Sorry, I just want to say one thing to Go that ahead. point because I've been in a similar situation recently. And sometimes it's not that we're so used to doing everything by ourselves. Sometimes it's like, what if this doesn't work out? And now I got in. Yeah. I gotten used to you being here and helping me with the homework yeah. and helping me. And now I'm relying on you. And now when you just banish, it's like, damn, now I gotta go back to that routine of doing everything by myself. I should have yeah. continued to do it by myself from Max. the jump. So sometimes yeah. it's just like misunderstanding. It's not mm. what it looks like on the outside. So I wanna say this real quick. So <clears throat> I don't feel like, in my opinion, it's just my opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. But in my opinion, her independence or a woman's independent independence isn't the culprit. Right. It's her PTSD. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes the PTSD triggers and, and inspires that independence. But at the end of the day, I expect you to fuck up. And I can't put myself, like she just said, in a position to where when you fuck up, my world crumbles. You know what I mean? That yep. makes sense? Yep. Facts, because you you're afraid of, you know, you built you built this wall up, you tore it down. And now that you've torn it down and this person is bailed. Now you have to rebuild this wall up back up Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. And now you have to build it stronger. Last time it was with wood. This time is with brick because you cannot go through that again. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? I definitely get it. I, I've been in that position. And, you know, again, men, men are like that, too. I don't I on on the first part of that. Can men do men value a woman who has a shit together? We should. We should. But then a lot of men take advantage of that. You end up with a lot of Jody's in that case because. Yeah. Oh, I ain't got to do much. My woman got her shit together. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I could drop her off at work and drive her car all day. I can live oh, off no. her. I can- <laughs> Get out of here. Wow. <laughs> so this is not baby boy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You end up with a lot of Jody's. You end up with a lot of dudes <laughs> with that mind frame. Like, all right, cool. For me, it's like 
I ain't got to work as hard, but I'm going to work. I'm not going to relax just because we got two people in this situation who are doing their thing. But you have a lot of people who who um get comfortable with that. You know what I'm saying? They get comfortable with uh, a woman, say a woman, she making six figures. She doing her own thing. She got her own house. She got her own car. She take care of the kids. She keep herself up. She doing her thing. And then you have this dude who is not, he has some of those things, but not everything. You know what I'm saying? So you should appreciate uh, the fact that you may not have everything that that woman has, and she she can hold her own when everything when the chips is down when everything is uh crumbled up she can hold her own you know what i'm saying and as a man that's what you want you don't want someone who only can provide uh one thing bring one thing to the table you know what i'm saying and and vice versa women don't only want a man who just bring dick to the table like Bring something else. Bring something else. That's what I try to tell people. Bring something else. It is more to life than humping all day. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm. I'm got be- to do. Facts. I don't. Let me tell you something. And I am the advocate for go go out and hump, but not all day, every day. No. Get out. Get you some money. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're a sex worker, <laughs> if you're a sex worker oh and, and you get money, do your thing. Whatever works. But I can't sit here and hump all day. We got to. We got to bring. We got to bring to the balance. Humping ain't going to pay these bills. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It, it took me a while to realize that because for a long time, that was my mind frame. Like I could hump my way through anything. And then adulthood hit me. <laughs> Bills not, hit not me. I can but. hump my way through anything. <laughs> anything. Not no. What? Uh, get out of what? here. 16, 17, 18, 19. Man, I was humping my way through all of life. And then I moved I out on my way. own. Yeah, I moved out on my own. <laughs> shit. Welcome and that to shit reality. Paying the bills, huh? Oh yeah, welcome to <laughs> I'm reality. Not play, though. I'm not going to play. There's something to be said about the power of some good dick, bro. Because if it wasn't the case, you wouldn't have all these Jodies running around. You wouldn't have all these men who so are not true, self-sufficient not, I'm not that are being um, taken care of by women. You feel That's what I'm saying? True. So it's something to be said about that. Um, There's a lot to be said, I, but it's nothing good. No, it's not. It's not. But at the end of the day, it depends on who you're asking, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I man, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, humping. I used to think I was super motherfucking man, and I can get through anything. I can get through any situation. If I cheated, if I lied, if I didn't have a job, if I whatever situation I was going through, that was the solution. And again, once you hit adulthood, and you gotta. Now, is this just a man thing? Because I am not relating. <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, you ain't never had a had a guy who felt like uh humping was the key to everything. He would have been dropped like a bad habit because clearly he's not good for me. 
Like, what do you mean? I ain't even talking about uh, uh, adult you. I ain't yeah, even talking about yeah, I'm not yeah. talking about adult me either. Oh, I've always been like, I've always, well, I probably am a little too mature for my age, but I've always had my head on straight. Like I had a whole plan for my life. And if you were going to like mess up my plan, then you had to go. Like, you can't be just here laying here fucking me all day. I got to go to school. I got to finish school. Like, Thanks. I got shit to do. So what and are that, you doing right now? And that, like, and if you want to be with me, you got to level up or try harder. I'm not saying you got to make as much as me or nothing, but you can't just sit here and feed me dick all day. I like, definitely got to make. That's I'm, wild. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> shit. I, yeah, it's a God thing. Yeah, because I'm like, let me call my thing. father and ask him how he feels about this. Because this don't well, make he probably sense. he feels different today than he did when. Oh, he was, for sure, I can tell. Yeah. He's got mad kids, but I want to know. Like, you wasn't telling us this type of stuff. That's why I didn't grow up thinking that was okay. So more people need to teach their kids that you can't be doing yeah, that. Man, I thought, and and like my man said, good dick. We thought having good dick could solve, and you could get away with anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? And then I ran into a woman who, who, yeah, she liked the dick, but okay, what else? Right. What else? What else? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a million motherfuckers out here with dick, just like it's a million motherfuckers out here with vagina. So it's like what what makes you stand out? What brings, what makes you different? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's and that's what I grew up. Like I said, 16 through 19, I was, man, I was young. I was hyped. I was ready. Whatever. When I turned 20 and got my first place and got and, and was getting ready to have my first child. Oh, man, I got a real quick reality check that this ain't how this finna go, my boy. So <laughs> woke me up. It felt like a Mike Tyson had beat my ass when I turned 20. Like, man. So, you know what I'm saying? Good, good. I and oh, fun. We, we run into <laughs> women, women, women. I have ran into a lot of women, and it made me open my eyes and realize my type. You know what I'm saying? My type. I did not want a woman who always had a handout, who all who subtracted from the bag instead of helping me add to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't mind as a man, if you are my woman, I'm supposed to make sure you are you are straight. You are a reflection of me. You are, mm -hmm. you know, we are partners. You do for me, I do for you. But you know what I'm saying? If if I'm steady subtracting, 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 and nothing's being put back in, man, right. how, how much fun you think we finna have? Not much. I got to work even harder now to take up for all the subtracting. You know what I'm saying? So that's a liability, bro. That man, ain't like, like, <laughs> like I got to work even harder and you complaining now because I'm working and you never see me. But you got to understand, like, I don't get that either. What? Why are you complaining? How am I supposed to provide? I, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. We either going to deal with a broke a broke dude or somebody that's busy. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just it's, that's just it's the reality. Of it. Yeah. It really yeah. And yeah, that is the truth. And I ain't mad at you. I mean, but shit, if you if you was out grinding like I'm grinding, shit, we wouldn't even miss we each other like notice. that. Right. Yeah, we, we wouldn't even notice. Home. 
That's real shit, bro. So shit, I I hustle hard. I have nine children. What? I work my. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy is out there with them babies, man. Huh? Say you out there, you acting with them babies, man. I'm man. Look, let me tell you, and I try my hardest to do everything and support them in all ways they want. Whatever they want to do, I'm right here with you because one of y'all got to make it big. God damn it, shit. Yeah. <laughs> damn right. Because taking care of y'all is not cheap. Somebody got to make it at something. So shit, I'm out here. I I can't. I'm always busy. You know what I'm saying? And Dale, Dale tell you, I'm always busy. And, you know, I'll be like, man, we got to we 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 got to make it. Some of these ideas got to hit. You know what I'm saying? We me and my brother, we got so much stuff that we doing. Some got to hit eventually and it will. So we're not we're not concerned about it hitting. Oh, you back. We're not concerned about it hitting. But. I just feel like, look, when you when you dealing with somebody, you have to understand that. Two incomes is better than one. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got all these chillings. If you're dealing with me, you got to understand we got all these chillings. I'm a package deal. I'm right. (laughs) I'm working as hard as I'm working to provide for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's how it is. Hold on one second. Y'all, y'all can keep talking. Hold on one second. I gotta do something. Wow, I'm just still. I'm still right. trying to figure out the nine right. kids, man. That's a Me lot. Me too. Like, how many baby mothers? What's going on? Yeah, it's, it's not one or two. I can promise you that. He's... <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> right. Right. Give her a rest. So, of course, though, what, what, what got y'all into podcast? Oh, good question. That's a great question. Uh, real quick, I'll make it brief. A friend of mine met me. We met at a, at a function. I was just talking and sharing some things. He was like, you need to start a podcast, man. Like, it was literally that. But he's like a brand coach. And so he he held me accountable and made sure that I did the shit, basically. That's cool. Um, for me, it was more of like people would say that all the time, like when I was in undergrad. But I was like, OK, yeah, what are those? Um, and then, like, as I started hearing it more often, I was like, you know what? I actually do enjoy talking and I have a lot to say. So me and my cousin was just like brainstorming ideas and we like we were in the pandemic and I was in my like last semester of grad school. So I was like, why not? Let's just do it. And once we started doing it, I was like, I really enjoyed doing this. And it was kind of therapeutic for me. Like I learned a lot from the people that would come on, but then I felt like I was like sharing myself, but it was like releasing something in a sense. So now I'm like in love with it. And now I'm like, I don't think I want my day job. <laughs> I want to do this shit full time. I just started a second. Well, not just started. Yeah, just started. So I've recorded and done everything for a second podcast, which is a totally different type of podcast. But yeah, I, I plan to, this is how I plan to earn my living. Yeah, that would be dope. One day you get to drink cognac, talk, and just vibe out. Hell yeah. Like this is what I spend all my spare time doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That explains what y'all want to get out of podcasting. What are some things that you want to see change when it comes to podcasting? 
I think for me, one of the main things I'd like to see change when it comes to podcasting is um, how things are monetized. I feel like the system is broken when it comes to monetization at this particular point, which the type of person that I am, it really doesn't matter because I'll find a way to make it happen. I always do. I'm just that person. However, everyone doesn't necessarily have that knack or ability. And also, so for me, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'll develop products that I can sell that will be viable products in the market. People will buy them. I'll make my money, right? But they want you to sometimes have all these, fit all this criteria in order to, for, you know, sponsors and different people to, to pay you. And the fact of the matter is, you don't really have to have like, you know, hundred hundreds of thousands of followers in order to be valuable. You're mm-hmm. valuable in your niche and you, you, you run that shit. And that's, you know, enough, but it isn't always viewed that way. So to answer your question, I just like to see the way that things are monetized for podcasters change to a point where it's, you know, it's not as difficult to make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's a cool way to do that. And I kind of been getting on everybody about this here lately is monetizing has a lot to do with, you know, ads and stuff, but we as podcasters have to get better. We do all this collaboration, but we don't pay each other to be ads. Why would I pay an ad for somebody I don't know compared to, I just met y'all. I'd rather give you the $20 to put my podcast on yours and you monetize that way. The money stays in but everybody you know what, doesn't want to do that. You'd rather spend your money or spend a block on somebody you... Yeah, that's real shit. And I'm glad that you said that because I was just explaining it to someone today, like earlier today, around 10 this morning, I was explaining to them, I said, man, I said, you know what? The, the most beautiful thing about this whole situation is, is that the podcast community fucks with me real heavy. So just in that vein of thought, I know that that's not just the case for me. That's the case for you guys. So if everybody was willing to say, hey, man, you know, I know your time is valuable. I'm not rich or nothing, but shit, here's 20, man. Come and sit down with me, blah, blah, blah. Like, we can make a few hundred dollars in a week. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I respect that, big bro. I I seen a post the other day, right? And I understood what Buddy was coming from. He was like, man, I charge people to come on my podcast. And in my mind, I was like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Because think about it. If we all charge each other $25 per guest per episode, do the math if you're recording every week. We make it a killing as a team. But the, the culture and the black mindset is every man for themselves. Yeah. The, I tell people this all the time. Until we start breaking the mindset of the house nigga and the field nigga and understand we all niggas, Ah, dead for real though thank you for saying that i've been saying that too i'm like that does not matter anymore we all outside (laughs) yeah it's like struggling it's like oh man he think he better than us because that nigga in the house but then it's like (laughs) like that nigga's getting whooped in the house though you know that right yeah we still getting beat you're getting what outside we get whooped inside right They'll still cut your fucking foot off. We had an episode, and I broke it down. I said, man, you know something? Right. You know what I'm saying? You got women in the, in the inside. It's just to bring logic into what I'm saying. You got right. people that have been podcasting like me for a while. And 
I feel like everything that I've learned in this process of being in the studio, going out, doing it on my own, whatever, whatever, I'm going to give y'all that information regardless, whether I meet you today, tomorrow, whatever. But then you got cats that have been in the game and it's like, I ain't giving you the game because you're going to take my spot. We don't even talk about the same shit. Right. 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 And but I will tell you this. I was... I met a young lady. Well, I did an episode with a young lady and she told me, she said, she said, Jay, she said, as much as you know about podcasting or about, you know, sound or whatever, because, you know, I did a lot of fucking, I have a lot of man hours on the research end of stuff. So I have a lot of information. She was like, you could do like webinars and shit and charge people and this, this and that. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. There are people doing that. There are lots of people doing that. Um, Yeah. But 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 so here's the thing. And I know I can do that. And I'm I'm putting a little package together for something like that, honestly, truthfully. However, like shit, man, I I'm just I don't know. I'm just a person like, man, I'm not going to charge you for something that I got for free. Even if I don't want right. to give it to you, I'll tell you how to fucking obtain it. You know what I'm saying? That's hum- just me. That's not everybody. That's not. So my whole thing is like, OK, I'm not going to sit here and babysit you, hold your hand, walk you through the process but I'll tell you how I got the information and you can go and put the man I was in. Now, if you don't want to do that, then yes, you can pay me and I'll, I'll do, I'll help you. You know what I'm saying? I'll basically, you, you have, yeah, you will have to pay me to hold your hand, but you don't have to pay me to be informed. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. And I can agree completely. Did you agree? I said I agree with him. So completely. what? If, yeah, it's two more questions, and then we can get out of here because I think Smasher had an emergency on the cool. <laughs> but uh, what are some obstacles that you guys have been through podcasting so far that I can share? <laughs> Damn, it's that it happened that you can't talk about. Yeah, because it's like we, inside stuff. Um, without throwing people under the bus um, I just feel like sometimes maybe let me let, let me let Jay talk first so I could clean this shit up in my mind first <laughs> <laughs> some of the obstacles that I've run into in podcasting is I've seen some relationships get fucked up man and what I mean when I say that I'm not even talking about co-hosts or, or people that are involved in the show per se but just I saw some relationships get fucked up, man, because I don't know if people thought the shit was bigger than it was or if they felt like I was moving different or, or if they just were intimidated. I don't fucking know. But I literally had a fuck ton of people that were supposed to be folk just kind of like fizzle off the map and stop fucking with me. And I'm like, yo, what, like, what, what happened to this nigga? I posted a few things about a podcast and this motherfucker just fell off the map. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm not. Huh? I w- I went through that same shit. That's why I'm by myself now. I had a whole team. Oh, shit. Is this this supposed to be happening right now? I think God wanted me to be here. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Why do y'all think that is, though? Like, I I haven't... I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm very insightful and I'm intelligent and shit, but I can't figure that one out to save my fucking life. I What I think happens is like people change over time and like 
when you are like passionate about this and you, like I was saying, like if you have a vision and everyone's not on board with what your vision is, it can get toxic. It can get like, it can get kind of like you could feel the negative energy in the planning sessions in the room. And you're like, damn, I just want to talk about sex. And you want to talk about this? Like, it's not that serious, but people make everything a big deal. They personalize everything. And that's why I was kind of like, is this stuff I could share here? Cause I know my group is going to listen in and I don't want them to be offended, but there are times where it's like, damn, I don't want to be a leader. I want us to all be equals, but it comes to the point where if you're the only one putting in most of the work, you end up being the leader regardless. And some people don't like that. Some people don't want to be told what to do. Some people don't want to feel like they're second best. Some people don't want to feel like, oh, someone came and took their spot and now they're third place. Like, it gets so ridiculous and petty. Um, so I could completely understand why relationships were broken. I mean, I've had my own moments where I'm like, maybe I should just run with this, you know? Um, but see, my situation was different. Like I started the podcast. It was just me. And I was interviewing different people. And after like the second or third episode, I did a round table and I liked that format better. So I just found some people that I already hang out with, talk with, party with, and I incorporated them. And it works perfectly because, you know, everyone understands what we're doing and how we're doing it and how it started. However, you know, sometimes there'll be a thing and I'll be like, well, I think we should do this. And they'll be like, I think you should do that. But then it's like, at the end of the day, dude, it's your show. Do what you want to do. Right. And I actually take offense in those moments. Like, well, fuck it ain't my show. Y'all co-hosts. It's our shit. We're all like, we way. understand that at the end of the day, if you don't want to do this shit no more, you're not obligated. And if I don't want you to do this shit no more, I'm going to kick you out. Kick we understand you. that. <laughs> but So it is your show, <laughs> in other words. <laughs> Whatever. I said, so it is your show, in other words. So, so yeah, it is. Offended. However, my whole thing is, I've, I've always, from the moment they came in, I've always made it a family thing, a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll be honest with you. I feel like, in my personal opinion, now, I do get a lot of accolades, like, with the reviews and different shit. People say shit like, oh, he's hilarious, this and that. He's, a, you know, and people say JJJ, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm feeding off of these people. You take them right. out the equation. It's I'm, you. I'm not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You can't exactly. laugh at yourself. I mean, you can, but that'd be weird. Weird as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I get that. I feel you. Uh, I don't want to pronounce it wrong. It's Davina. Yeah. I'm going to give you some advice. Your truth is your truth. And when you're born a leader, it's one of the hardest jobs in life. Because you are always going to be in the position to make the decision, the final decision. So when you take that hesitant of not telling your truth and the things that bother you, or you know you want to see change for you, you don't yourself back. And the reason why I say it, you don't tell your experience. Somebody can go through saying that you're going. And they might hear your story and be like, damn, I can relate. Now I understand how to move. I don't feel bad for moving how I move. And I'm only saying that because I, I, I've been in a room, started podcasting because of somebody else. And I did everything in my power to help her build her dreams. And it's crazy. We went from recording from my phones to being in 
you went out. I don't know if you can hear us. Yeah, bro, you cut out real bad. Like, and it's I hate that because you were saying some good shit. I know I was yeah. picking up. Yeah, no, we can hear you yeah, now. You cut out real bad. I don't know what just happened, but yeah, like I went from building a team, getting producers, getting like all this shit for us, and every time she would come back and be like, "Stop! Like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this." That's literally my life. So, you know, no, 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 but I'm not there. See, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not even there no more. Now I'd be like, I'm doing this shit with or without y'all. And then when I said that, all of a sudden, everybody was ready. You know, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. I ain't saying that. I'm like, well, you was just saying that shit last week. So I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow. And whoever logs in, you be there too. Because I'm not about to have y'all stop my my dream. Like, I done prayed on it. Once I pray, it's sealed and delivered. And God speaks to me. I'm I'm getting up. So who's you getting up with me, or are you sitting down? Because I'm still getting up. So I hear yeah. you completely. Um, because I was there for a little while, but I but that's not. But like you said, when you're born a leader, it don't take much for you to shake people off. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you you don't. I I'm not begging nobody to be in my dream, because my dream is my dream. Your dream might be something else. So and that's fine. Just be real. I think I ask people to be more authentic with me because I know I'm always going to be my authentic self. Even if you don't like it, you're going to get me. Um, but what I don't like is when I feel like I have to like fight you to tell me what you're really feeling. That's when I get annoyed. Cause I'm like, bruh, I'm not a therapist now. Like, I don't want to be working through your problems with you. Like, just tell me what it is. I did run into, I won't even say a small hump in the road. Or, or any type of anything like that. But I had a guy that came in and he, he the bug bit him, man. He got into podcasting, he loved it. And the bug bit him. And honestly and truthfully, I feel like he felt like maybe he didn't, he was, a, he was one of my co-hosts. I feel like maybe he didn't feel that he got his just due, but not because we didn't allow him to speak and to be him, but more so because there was an age gap to a degree. And I feel like he felt like he couldn't discuss the topics that we discussed on the same, uh, from the same perspective that we shared when we spoke about these things. Right. Okay. So that's one thing. Right, right, right. But that's the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, man, I understand. But like we, your input is valuable as well. But so what he did, he, he went and started another podcast, started his own podcast, which honestly I had no issue with that because I, I prefer, I would prefer if all of them did that, honestly and truthfully. Yeah. But, or, but I think one of the issues, huh? Thing. Say it again. I said that's a good thing, though. That's a positive thing, exactly. Bring everything home. And I support that 100%. But I think part of the problem was that people, there were certain other members of the panel who felt like, yeah, but you're you they didn't like the way he went about doing it for starters. You know, like it was like flashing the fire heartbeats, like <laughs> I got a solo album now. But but I was I was still okay with that. I was still okay with that. But then some people came back to me and they said, Man, it's a carbon copy of your shit, bruh. And I'm like, oh, for real. And I still listen. That's my brother, no. man. I ain't, I'm not riffing and beefing with this dude. That's not who I am. That's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But, but I just told him I said, 
What happened? <laughs> he was stealing your content. Nah, I wouldn't say the content, but like the description was very similar. It was just a, too many similarities. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole, the whole uh, drink infused and all. Like, but 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 then there. Let's let's be fair. There are people yeah. who say. I had a dude once tell me, he said, I know you're trying to be like drink champs. I'm like, nigga, no, I'm not. I've been, I, you think they the only motherfuckers that drink? I'm not talking to celebrities. Right. They're talking about Everybody bullshit. I'm talking about real life. Saturday. <laughs> I'm talking about real everyday people life type shit. You know right. what I'm saying? But anyway, my point is this. Um, They felt like we don't want to include him anymore. Like, you know, and I feel kind of bad. I feel like I'm airing the dirty laundry, but it is what it is right now. I so know. I'm like, I ain't telling nobody to listen to this. <laughs> no, no, because, because, because in all truth and honesty, nobody, in my opinion, nobody's at fault. Nobody violated. I don't look at it like that. It's love everywhere for me right. and, for and, and for them yeah. as well. For them as well. They still love him. You know, that's not our my, brother. Not my co-host. I'm just like. But, <laughs> but, but, so here's the thing. They were basically like, he can't attend any more meetings. He can't attend any more recordings. We can have him as a guest, but he can't know what's on the table if he doesn't know how to. And this is where this is where it gets tricky, how to differentiate and separate and, and find his own lane. And so what I mean when I say what I'm saying right now is that I don't think he intentionally, deliberately, or out of malice at any point was trying to dupe or step on toes or anything like that. It's just like just trying to create dude. his own thing. Yeah, but but he I think he just went about it in a manner that may not have been tasteful, palatable to others. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right, so right. so so basically, and I don't think it was like in his mind because he's a, he's a little bit of a younger guy. So I believe in his mind, it was like, I'm a member of New Edition. So if my song sounds like a New Edition song, you can't get mad. Right. You feel me? Right, right. So right. one more, one more um, thing before we close out tonight. Um, but nah, she didn't do hers. She she put it off on me. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Y'all have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah, she did. And I, and I respect that because... She she felt like she couldn't say it in the right way that somebody won't be offended in that small. Oh, and they will. Yeah, no, no, no. There are people that get yeah. very offended. I know my yeah, people. My you know, I will be no calls tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. <laughs> um, before we close out, uh, you know, drop y'all panel the times y'all drop out uh, where they can find you, and after that, you know, we always need to show out with a quote. You know, so uh, we'll start with the lady first, of course. Drop your panel and your last few words you want to get to the people that's listening. Why, thank you. Um, so you can find me. My personal Instagram is dedicated diva two Ds. Actually, maybe it's one. Can't even spell tonight. But anyways, and then you can find my podcast page on How Do You Like Your Tea podcast, and you can follow us on Facebook as well. So yeah, hit me up. Oh, should I end with the positive thing where you guys are going to end with the positive thing? <laughs> huh? I said, yeah, you can drop your positive quote right now. My positive quote is stay true to who you are and love yourself. And get therapy, everyone. It works. <laughs> All right. So 
It's the Cognac Room on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Heart, all of that stuff. The socials are the Cognac Room Podcast on Instagram, the Cognac Room Podcast on Facebook, and the Cognac Room on Twitter. And I drop a new episode every Sunday. So tune in, show us some love. We go live like, you know, a few times a week on Insta. So at least once or twice. So definitely fuck with us over there. And as far as my positive, (laughs) as far as my positive quote, do everything that your heart tells you to. Even if it's wrong, it'll bring you to a place of peace and resolution. I promise you. True, 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 true. Mm, don't tell me that tonight. I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we appreciate y'all. I had to step out for a second, but we appreciate y'all nonetheless, man. I um, We always like to get people on here. So shout out to y'all for taking time out of y'all's schedule to come rock with us. Um, my positive thought, be true to yourself, be real with yourself. And it's okay to love yourself more every day. You know, it's okay. I know we spend so much time trying to love the world, but it's okay to love yourself too. So, you know, it's nobody should call you selfish for wanting the happiness that you give out to everybody else. Dale Pizzle. You know, with everything y'all just said, man, never be sorry for growing up. Facts. Never apologize for growing up, adapting to your situation, and becoming a better version of yourself. You should never have to apologize for that. Know your work. All right, with that being said, man, this is another episode of Bet the House Podcast. Shout out to the Cognac Room. Shout out to How Do You Like Your Tea. We thank y'all hosts for coming through and popping with us. And, you know, this won't be the first time, you know. I mean, this is the first time, but it won't be the last is what I mean. So we thank y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. Um, Very dope platforms. Shout out to my brother, Dale Pizzle. Y'all know what it is, man. We out.